weird. What being old? Being old's weird. No, the internet. The internet's weird. Yeah, it is. Sometimes I think about like, what are the kids like really into? I had a thought. I can't remember exactly what it was. Oh yeah, it was like I was watching like a video games thing, and they were talking about like what consoles and stuff they had and i was like damn i was really lucky to have like an n64 and like ocarina of time being like one of my first consoles and like what is that for kids now like the switch probably it's probably the the switch yeah because like all the losers are like their game is like Fortnite, but the kids that have a switch probably have like shit that will be timeless or anyway yeah yeah yeah. i mean (laughs) i that's i don't know I got lucky, like, my first game being, like, a fucking masterpiece. Right. And I'm like, you, so you were an N64 kid? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't my first game, but it was, okay. like... Uh, yeah. I had a, a Sega Genesis for some so reason so before so that. Yeah. 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 So it was interesting. Not as timeless, but yeah. interesting. Right. Yeah. Before we go deep into the gaming thing, yeah. I'll start the intro Let's here. Let's start it. Cold, um, cold open. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to the I Am Your Friend podcast. This is episode five. Uh, and our friend Nick is on the podcast today. Hey, I'm Nick. Uh, Nick is great. Nick, I've known you for like 10 years. Yeah, it's been and a while. I was actually just talking about, I was telling my mom because my mom's so cute. She's like, every time I'm doing the podcast, she's like, all right, who's the guest this week? Cool. You know? And uh, so I'm like, Nick, my buddy Nick, who I've known for like 10 years, we don't, we aren't very close friends. True. Which true. hopefully that changes after this Definitely. episode. Yeah. Um, but what I find funny is we keep crossing paths in different circles of life Absolutely, and yeah. uh, i think that's a really cool thing there's a and lot obviously of, i'm a big guy who like loves the universe and everything so i'm guy. like this i'm i'm gonna listen to big this universe you know? guy yeah, yeah big universe guy yeah totally. no I, I think that is interesting i think if, if i think about a relationship it is like we never really really hung out or anything but we have also like crossed paths in like different circles of friends or different circles of like arts and creativity and right like exactly that. that's so, what, so i mean you and i are both into skateboarding and into yeah. music and yeah. live in buffalo so i guess when you combine those three things and we're both south towns guys you know, yeah. you're, you're yeah. at orchard park, orchard park right? yeah yeah right around the corner a lot right. of connections for sure south right. towns guys so yeah. that was our first because like <laughs> i worked but i worked at the poppy seed okay i that's how i met jake yeah and started skating with jake and through cool. jake i met you then so i was like 15 then right um and then you know, a few years down the line, then I met you through Tom. You were living with Tom, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that who is met, funny. Right. Yeah. Who I met Tom through Fredonia. Okay. Playing shows with him there. Yeah. So. In and out again. Just Aiden and Nick just, right, just slowly bumping yeah. into it's each cool, other. It's cool, though. It's different cool. things. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like thanks the for having me. I should say, pants, But it's like, I don't know. I don't even know what that book is about, but oh. I know it's about long friendships. I've so seen I'm gonna go the movie. With that. I, don't, I still don't understand what it's about. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Is it really about a pair of pants or is it? There's a pair of pants. I'm pretty. That's what I could take. I've watched it with my mother probably like ten years ago, fifteen years ago, yeah. or something like that. Times weird. Yeah. Um. And yeah, there's a pair of pants. Yeah, that's good. I I'll report pants. back. There's right, pants. Good. Yeah. All right. Synopsis of that film. All right. Anybody who's listening that uh, is a fan of that. <laughs> Shoot me, shoot me a message. Oh, I me did listen to like one episode of this podcast before, and I will like do a call back and answer. You were oh, like, cool. "Oh, yeah, I don't know anyone that's not in a murder podcast that's in the podcast." Oh, you're not I'm into not. Them? All right, cool. Never listened to a murder podcast. I listened to thousands of hours of podcasts. Yeah, same. Never listened. Same. To one. I I pretty much only listen to comedians. Okay. Um, I just really I've always <laughs> been very into stand up comedy. I like the way their minds work and like how they observe the world. So you listen that, to that that Bill Burr podcast. So I listen to Bill Joe Burr. Rogan podcast. Yeah. So I always have to give a disclaimer about Joe. Like I am not a Joe Rogan guy. 
Yo, you know, because that's we a could very... have a, we could have a whole co- podcast about listening to Joe Rogan podcast, yeah. probably because yeah. I think it's an important distinction that yeah. it's like I yeah. listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. I am not a Joe Rogan guy. Yeah, you know I, I mean? I've listened to hundreds of episodes of yeah. the Joe Rogan. Well, experience. yeah, sometimes he has people like I'm not going to not listen to the episode with Travis Barker. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. or Post Malone or yeah. Miley Cyrus. Or yeah, he does have know. like probably like the biggest reach of any podcast. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. like also like a few years ago, he like he I don't know I was like in a big hole of like listening to a lot. Joe Rogan podcast yeah. and like oh, yeah. there's like interesting academics and things like you yeah. said but yeah the things that I haven't listened to probably like a year or two at least it, yeah, yeah really I mean it is the biggest podcast it probably is. in it the world is. right yeah. yeah it was like back I mean a yeah few years ago I mean yeah. now that he did the whole Spotify thing maybe yeah. it's 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 dropped off a I'm bit, worried but. of like what yeah it's hard to associate anyway Joe Rogan yeah it's a yeah. whole thing yeah. yeah I mean I get it I get why people are like you know it gets a little too meaty. Yeah, sometimes. for sure. A little, yeah, a little it's too, a, a little too uh, patriarchal. A, a little, little too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But um, anyway, yeah. yeah. Let's uh, let's not listen to Joe Rogan podcast. Right, Joe I'm Rogan not Rogan listening to a podcast like it's a religion. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's like this is gospel. You know? Well, that's dangerous if anything. Right, but. for sure. I listen. Right, and that's why I like listening to everything. Like I was talking about last week too, how I watch. Um, Bill Maher. Okay. You know, I don't yeah. like Bill Maher. Yeah. But I like his show because confusing person. Oh my like, God. He's just old and out of touch. And, yeah. And shits on young people and shits on progressive. Was and, like, he was like progressive at one point. Right? That's what I'm saying. Then, I like, don't know what happened. And then he just, every, was, the, the world moved past him and yeah. he was just like still doing the, still plugging away. Right. And yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But I still like watching a show because I like hearing how that side thinks. You sure, know what I mean? Sure. I like balancing it all out. You sure. know, it can't be, I don't think it can ever be good to only listen to things that are on yeah. your side, you know? Yeah. That, and that's a huge danger of today too. They have people been talking about the echo chamber for a long right, time. For and sure. And they, yeah. And they exist across the spectrum. So. Yeah. I'm probably in one. If I'm yeah. being oh, I honest. am. You yeah. Know, you I mean, choose my, who you follow on Instagram yep, and like yep. who you hang out with. Yeah. And, my TikTok feed is all you know what I mean? It's, yeah. And I kind of like that. That's like my safe space. Sure. You know? yeah. If I'm a little anxious, I'm a little overwhelmed. I go to TikTok. I know TikTok's going to yeah. always show me shit that I, w- I want to see. That's Just to give me some fine. hope. You Absolutely know? fine. I have everyone. You got to have your safe spaces and your places to reset and the mm-hmm. comfy things. I have those. My Instagram's more like... Uh, Mixed. mixed. Yeah. I follow like 2,200 people on Instagram. For real. Is that messed up? Like, I don't know. No. Yeah. Because I use it as like a, a learning tool a lot. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Same. You know, I'm like, oh shit, this person has like really good things <laughs> to say. I'm going to follow them. And then eventually when the 2,200 people cycle, cycle around, I'll see a post from them and it'll make me learn some shit. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> but eh, maybe that, maybe that's not the way Instagram's meant to be used. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I, I'm sure every, I think about this too, about how everybody's social media experience is completely different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I have to imagine that mine is different than the person that follows like a hundred people or right. just the friends. I think I follow like, like 800 or something yeah. like that. And most of it are people I know. I got to unfollow because probably like a thousand of those is just like skateboarders that do one thing that's interesting. Yo, and so I'm like, all right, my Instagram whatever. for a while became, <laughs> so I've always been like in and out of skateboarding. Yeah. You know what I mean, I've always Same kinda, been yeah. obsessed with like skateboarding culture. Yeah. Like the, the subculture that is skateboarding, I think is an amazing thing. It's interesting. Um, and that's always what pulled me to it. You know, okay. and I've never been a good skateboarder, but I'd like, doing sure. it and I like being around it and I just always liked that it was such a positive community um, of like you know people who are just creative and, and different and I don't it's a know. good time uh, skateboarding is like the uh, the most fun thing I've yeah. heard it described as that like yeah. uh, there's a guy there's a writer Kyle Beachy who's a skater and like he uh, his Instagram handle is the most fun thing and I like yeah. how that he's writing a book as well called that but it's, it's also always been the coolest thing 
Uh, it not always. If we want to get real technical, okay. it like Going wasn't cool in like the like late seventies and eighties. Okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like it still wasn't cool in the the early nineties. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, since I've yeah. been alive, yeah. it's always been yeah, the same, thing. same, same for me. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I grew up. If I st- if I will go into the whole thing, I started skating in like two thousand five. Right. Uh, like twelve years old. Same. And uh, skating was getting really cool. It was uh, the talent of CKY. Right, right, and, right. Uh, Tony had already done the nine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then there was like Viva La Bam cooking right. up. Yeah, and, the like, jackass thing yeah, really. X Games was yeah. like the coolest shit. And then, of shit. course, um, yeah, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater as well. Going oh, back yeah, to video those games. games were peaking like uh, super, super hard at that point. So uh, it did become, and then like, it went, yeah, it, it was weird. I did come up in a time where skateboarding was really cool. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the early 2000s were probably like its peak. I think so. Because yeah. also, I, I, I did also at one point in time have a knee injury, go to college and like stop skating for about right. three to four years. Years. And uh, I, it did seem like in that period of time, skateboarding was less popular, but I also wasn't doing it. So, yeah. like, um, it's also like, it's hard. Th- those metrics are hard to get. There are like, there are organizations out there that have those numbers of like how popular skateboarding is yeah, and for stuff, sure. but like it's, it's, hard, it's gauge. hard. My gauge is like the Orchard Park skate park doesn't have anyone at it anymore, but yeah, there's no way, but that's also hard to gauge because skate parks are better and more prolific than they right. ever were like yeah. then. So, so, so <laughs> my thing with skate parks is I, I mean, I have severe anxiety. And in, I'm super insecure, and I'm always thinking that people are judging me when nobody ever really is. Same. Um, yeah. Especially at the, and that's kind of what I thinking. like about the skate culture is like okay. nobody gives a shit what anybody else is doing. You know what I mean? Like everybody's doing their own thing. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, your go ahead. That's your experience. <laughs> at least, yeah. yes, my yeah, experience yeah, yeah. is that. When you go, like, when you go to the skate park, you know what I mean? Like, dudes are there trying to focus. And I shouldn't say dudes. I'm sorry, because I know, yes, skaters. people are there like doing their own thing and they're not paying attention to the guy who's just trying to start out, you know, unless okay. you're getting in their way. Sure. Um, yeah. and that was really, it's just don't get in anybody's way yeah. and nobody will give a shit. Yeah. Um, and now maybe experience is different. Obviously I yeah. think you, you know, you've been more involved in it than I have, but skateboard, skate parks are still very intimidating to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. and that's my thing, especially because like dish was my childhood best mm-hmm. friend and that dude's always been super good at skateboarding. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's tough to like, try to start when you're starting with the guy who's super good. Yeah. And like yeah. that comparison yeah. kills you. you know yeah. I mean? Skill levels, a, a weird thing in <laughs> skating, but yeah, generally I would, um, I don't know what, what were you're just expressing your experience in skating and yeah, I, I think, just like how skate parks. So like, I don't go to skate parks a lot yeah. because I get overwhelmed by, you know, Especially like going to like LaSalle, yeah. When it's just like packed with people, yeah. LaSalle's and, tough, yeah, for sure. And a lot of the dudes that skate there, are, I, I guess I'm saying that. a lot of the people that dudes, skate whatever, there, yeah, yeah um, are very good. Yeah, yeah. LaSalle has uh, a specific problem. Uh, LaSalle, like, uh, we get hyper nerdy about it, but it also, I think LaSalle's especially non conducive to, like, beginners learning there. Yeah. Because of its design, this is something that, like, I learned about uh, getting involved in, like, the Eastside Skate Park Project uh, movement that oh, kind of is on. so cool. Yeah, it's kind of, uh, like, on the back burner right now because of COVID and stuff ruined, like, fundraising and gathering and things like that. But, um, 
I, I guess that's like there's a whole nother tangent of like me being an older skater is like caring and giving a shit more about the community and like doing certain things like getting involved in like coaching and like getting involved in uh, skate park um, I fundraising and like ideas and things like that and yeah there was a there was a movement about last year uh, sometime last year when COVID was like yeah this time last year when COVID was popping that um, the Ralph Wilson Foundation had like a bunch of cash and we were like looking at uh, trying to get a, um, a skate park built on the east side because there's nothing on the east side of buffalo yeah, it's yeah. pretty like um underserved right and, and that's where skateboarding like thrives yeah as in those yeah, kinds of communities absolutely it's like, yeah you know absolutely yeah. yeah because there's like um i don't know just like a ton of buildings that aren't being like watched or whatever and like kids can go skate them but like if you ever if you give a community a hub like that will give it like strength and mm-hmm. like uh kids will be able to progress and a meet sense other of skaters and yeah stuff. anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that all that background was to say that i learned a lot about skate park design and uh in lasalle's like function it's like if you think about it you've been there so yeah. like it's, i have not been there since phase two well, was done okay so it's been a few years but more or less it's like a concrete uh race path like sure. you know it is like it, it funnels two to three skaters at a maximum time right to like go and take runs in these lines and i think that that is non-conducive to beginners starting like right you want to have like flat ground where somebody could go and not be in the way and practice their ollie or their right, kickflip right, right. or their which kids just do in the parking lot i guess but yeah which like sucks you know and then yeah. uh because they're not part of the thing that's going on over here they're not right. really like watching and yeah. like um um, so yeah, LaSalle and, and intrinsically, yeah, like having like cool guy, like groups and shit like that, like people trying like hard shit and like being assholes, like for yeah. sure it will be yeah non-conducive and not inclusive. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I've, I've learned a lot about that and, um, there's a, there's a, that's like a whole nother tangent if you want to get into of like, um, coming back to skating after like a small break and becoming an adult and, yeah. uh, then like learning about this like whole really thoughtful world of like academics and skating and, uh, like just like there's, there's adults in skating, of course. And there's like mature, like learned adults in skating. See, that's now. where, so I always <laughs> struggled with this, with skateboarding. Uh, like as a teenager mm-hmm. because again I, it was music was my priority right so like I made way more time for that than I did for skateboarding mm-hmm. and uh, so because of that I wasn't practicing as much so my friends who were really into skateboarding were just getting progressively better and I still wasn't getting that much better and it made it like that much less enjoyable um, for me because I wasn't hanging out with the type of people like people at my same skill level mm-hmm. so like the guys I'm skating with are skating like harder stuff because they've skilled like leveled up that way mm-hmm. and i'm still like trying to master the ollie that's you know? super so interesting like, to me do you think that that is like just a time thing do you think that was just like a time put in hours in thing? yeah absolutely yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah and i just was like generally uncoordinated yeah um and then i also had like a major surgery when i was 15 that like i'd like relearn how to walk after well so like yeah so that fucked me up for a few years back. and yeah. then like in college, so I went to Fredonia, and have you ever been to the Dunkirk Park? Uh, yeah, it's great. So I love the Dunkirk Park, park, and I yeah. found that great as like a beginner park. One, because yeah. there's never a ton of people at it. Yep. Uh, they have tons of flat ground exactly. to just like kind of, you know, practice pushing. It's even wonderful. like And like that was the other thing that sucked when we were growing up is like my street was not paved very well. It was yeah, terrible yeah, to yeah. skate on. They repaved it when I was like 19 or something. And I was like, why couldn't it have been this like 10 years ago? Um, That's funny. But so like having just that, like access to just like, you know, a clean paved just to practice pushing and practice your balance and like the foundations, like having that was something I never really had before. Yeah. Um, So I got back into it that way in college. uh, And then, you know, as an adult, you just 
slowly stop giving a shit what people think, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. it's like, it becomes easier to just, okay, I'm just going to go. Like, I'm not going to care what anybody else. Like, I know what I'm here for, you know? Sure. And I want to get better. So I don't give a shit that I'm 26 and I'm still practicing ollies in front of my parents house you know yeah. like because it's fun yeah right? and that's and since i got over that is how i've started to get Good. better and now i'm like Good. the best I've most comfortable I've been on the board that's awesome. and the best I've ever been, which is still not very good. But that's, like for me, great, I have fun on it. You know yeah. what I mean? And what's cool is a bunch of my friends in like the music scene have started skateboarding recently. Okay. I think through COVID, a lot of yeah, people yeah, were yeah. just bored at home and it just has. picked it up. Yeah. And so what's cool is that they think like I'm good. Cool. And that's the <laughs> first time anybody has thought I'm good. And I'm like, this is sweet. And I love like giving them pointers good. on what I've picked up over good. a few years. You know what I mean? That's so awesome. Yeah. It's cool surrounding yourself with different skill levels. And that's a great experience. And what I, what I like is like what I wish I had when I was starting, you know, which was somebody who will just like, you know, let me know, Hey, like, this is how you get better, you know, or oh. like, or, or just somebody to like coach you or guide you, you know, that's not like, you, you know, you're that now for right, other people. Right. Exactly. Yeah yeah. 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 That's an interesting thing. Coaching. And like, uh, I mean, there's like YouTube channels now these days that like, uh, are, I want to watch that Tony Hawk masterclass. Oh, have you seen? I haven't that? seen it yet, yeah. but I would watch it. Yeah, right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I would, you know, Tony is generally Tony. Like he's my friend. Like yeah. Tony, yo, what? Up? I love the shit he does. <laughs> like where he like goes around and tells the kids to do kickflips, then he like yeah, gives them yeah. free shit. The barracks, yeah, yeah. doing the the kickflip stuff. Um, Tony is like generally, I'm like astonished, like how lucky we got for that dude to dude. be the most famous skateboarder because yep. like he's just a good he's dude, just a, pretty the much the most unproblematic. Like, like, yeah, like you know who knows about his like he's got a lot of kids. He's got like seven kids or something. Oh, for real? But like, Damn. and he he was a is a millionaire, so right. like, you know, you gotta watch the sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but like, yeah. But he seems to be a genuinely good human being, yeah. and the way Who he cares speaks, about the skate community. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, he's put a ton back into it, and uh, you know, for being corny and selling like uh, Totinos and stuff like that. At some point, the people gave him a lot of shit, but I think that he is definitely stood the test of time to be a good spokesperson. Yeah, for the sport, so. Anyway. Yeah. So (laughs) how I got another thing that got me back into skateboarding was how much like skateboarding and skateboarding and like hip hop. Yeah. Like, you know, when like rappers started wearing Thrasher and shit. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It was like, whoa, something cool is happening here. Which to me, like, again, like, because you said, you know, before, like skateboarding wasn't cool at a time. But like for me, like my whole life, like skateboarding and rap music have been two of the coolest things that exist in our culture. Absolutely. You know, so it's like seeing those. Yeah. Combine, it's like, oh shit, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a clip of Rich the Kid doing like a real stinky tray flip yeah. the other day. And like, yeah, dude. Like, there's rappers that are like super good skateboarders. He's, yeah. He's, he's so pretty good. Sick. I didn't mean yeah. to be like crusty like that. I, right. I, should, I have like that. There is like, you're saying your experience of people being, people, people being open and like yeah. very nice. But like, I've also, I've also come up in a, in a I was young it, coming up in skating. I was always like a younger kid. I started when I was 12, which is like young ish or whatever. Yeah. And then like, Going uh, to just being OP. around like a lot of crusty old skaters like they had a lot of bad mentalities and something yeah. like that like just well sure shitting sure. on people outside completely yeah. outside the core of the culture uh-huh. it's something i gotta fight i mean those are gonna exist time, everywhere man. yeah i, I mean yeah. that was the good thing too is that being like not fully in the community but like you know dipping my feet in the water every once in a while was having somebody like dish around yeah who was like don't fuck with that dude. Like when we go to the skate park, he's like, that dude's a scumbag. Avoid well, him. And all. You know what yeah. I mean? Of like him letting me know like who's cool and who's not. You For know? sure. So. Yeah. That, that's a, that's an important role. Absolutely. Um, 
I don't know. What were we talking about? Skateboarding? Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, I mean, that came from Instagram because, uh, so after like the hip hop thing, then I start, uh, like Vice TV got huge into mm. like skateboarding. They start like, they take on King of the Road. Yeah. So they made they King, of the, King Road, of the Road, which is like wild. a full TV series yeah. rather than just like a YouTube video. Yeah. Um, which was super cool. Uh, so that reminded, you know, that's kind of like brings back like the Viva La Bam Jack. So it Absolutely. basically was like jackass, yeah. but just skateboarding, yeah. which I thought was very, very cool. It was um, cool. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, they do like the epically later. I don't yeah. know if you've seen those, those oh, with like absolutely. the retired skaters yeah. and all the shit they went through. Like yeah. Patrick O'Donnell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all Adele. those. Yeah. Um, those are uh, amazing. Yeah. I highly recommend anyone interested in just interesting human beings that yeah, are. I wish Vice TV was more accessible. Like they have a lot on YouTube. Which yeah. You is can cool. buy them individually too. If you're like oh, okay. on YouTube, if you're like interested in somebody in particular. Yeah. yeah. I'm lucky because my parents have cable. Mm -hmm. So Vice, Vice Land or whatever yeah. is on. They just rinse them. Like cable. The, yeah, yeah. So, and then if you have the cable subscription, you can have the app, but the app's only on Apple TV or Roku. Okay. So it's like, it's so limited. That's the only ones that matter. Right? I mean, that's I mean, true. I mean, Apple TV is the best, but <laughs> I got a Roku TV. Yeah. Man. We could fight about that. All right. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I just, it's so limited to where you can access it. And I wish it was more like a Netflix. They make good stuff thing. for sure. Cause I would totally yeah. pay for that as a standalone streaming service. Cause they yeah. do make good stuff. Yeah. Um, and there's, I mean, it's, it's so like, it's such a niche type of thing that, that vice yeah. does, which I think yeah. is really cool. Uh, but yeah, so that's how my Instagram became super flooded. Okay. Because yeah. I because yeah. I'm start watching all these shows and then I start following all these skateboarders. Yeah. And then my yeah. whole feed is just skateboarding. I know, I and know. like these dudes who are like next level. Yeah, it's like wild, really, now. really top of the top of the game skateboarders. Uh, and that was just my whole feed. And eventually I just was like, all right, this is too much. Like, so I had to go through. Like, I have follow. to do that too. Yeah. I, I, feel I stick to now only following like local guys. I think that that's great. That's a great mentality. Mm -hmm. I think that I have a, a poor like holdover from like the music scene and like doing DJ stuff and like trying to find like smaller up and coming artists and things like that too was always like my method methodology and like SoundCloud was just like listen to a ton of shit like it or like follow these people then I'd, ha I'd be following like a ton of people and my feed would just be like good stuff that like I'm like looking for like this this person's going somewhere or yeah like something yeah, like yeah. that and but then like if you do that on the millions of skateboarders that there are then your feed is just like their daily clips right because like a song takes a long long a lot longer than a trick to get let's, let's yeah, be real yeah, like real. so uh somebody like posting a song like once a month or whatever is a lot less like uh frequent and like in trafficking than uh the daily clip that the skater thinks they need to see yeah for sure so, yeah. i've also started to stick as far as skateboarding goes just stick with like uh, like clip accounts, mm. like you follow like sketchy clips. Um, I follow some of those. Yeah, yeah, some 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 certain things. Like, see, that. I like those because yeah. it's like you know they'll it's do the work like for one you. account. They're gonna curate yeah. it. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. They're the DJ. And, for yes, you. and it's just like, and it's only like the coolest shit. You know what I mean? It's like that's what I want to see. I want to do see dudes yeah. doing just like nuts shit. I'm kind of like I'm kind of different. I'm like I think I'm like does this person like. No, I, does this person skating make me feel something? And do I think they're going like? Do I want to watch more of it? Like yeah. that's more or less. I want to like watch specific people, and this might be I don't know. This is definitely a personal thing. But then like I'm like, all right, this this person is doing something different. I need to keep tabs on them. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah or yeah. like something like I really like. It doesn't have to be different yeah. because I like a pretty um, vanilla type of skating. I do think. you think Instagram has like killed the skate video? 
Well, in a way, yeah, it's killed everyone's attention span, and right. this is like a big conversation that, yeah. like, because um, back in the day, like a skate video was like such a big deal. It hasn't I mean? killed the full I know they're length still skate doing video. It. So yeah. if we're like in a like talk to like a full length skate video, would be like a fifty minute like like six or seven part like thing where a skater, a, multiple skaters, a team, a company, like whatever, sure. puts together. I'm explaining this for the the crowd, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it would be a, a production a movie a thing uh, right. with like some art direction possibly yep. some like which mural. i thought which is what i thought was really cool about yeah. because it's just more than skating at that point you know what i mean it's like a creative process Absolutely. that like yeah. this whole like culture that exists like the skate video was such a big part of that you yeah know? it was it became a very refined thing there's skate videos that are like absolutely pieces of art like Dude, yeah and um and it, and it changes like there's a whole thought process between like making a video part like as well and like you know what trick selection you mm-hmm. want to show what spot selection like what what do you want yeah, to have totally. like, in your and part then, yep, yeah stylistic choices of like the video and even in like the post production like stylistic yeah, choice and then absolutely. like the music was everything and that's huge that's a right. huge part of it as well so like everything being like yeah a, a curated soundtrack like of a of a whole movie or whatever um so a long winded answer of like I don't think it's killed it there's still very good videos coming out today that's why i would wouldn't say that uh um it's dead but like even my own attention span is like pretty broke where like a 30 minute video is like a lot yeah you know it's a lot yeah, to yeah, like yeah. sit down and like digest uh-huh. whatever and i i might even skip to like a part or two or like whatever but yeah. um it's not dead uh but everybody's broken <laughs> sure <laughs> and, and like, that's i also miss like switching gears a little bit i miss the music documentaries you know what yeah. i mean i miss like tour dvds and studio oh, content of yeah, bands yeah, yeah. and like because that was such a thing that like now i go on youtube and i watch like old like blake 182 like tour okay. videos and stuff like that and like you huh. know the behind the scenes stuff because like i i have a whole collection of like bands that i listened to and back in those times when those were huge and i wish that was still a thing but it's like I don't know. Like, where you just put them on YouTube, I guess. Yeah. And so like, has that like, affected that? There's not like releases of that anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, bands aren't really doing it anymore. Not even I on wish YouTube. They were. Like, yeah. yeah. Maybe I don't know. We yeah. did one. Like, Post Prom did one, and we put it was like a half hour yeah. of like us. We were we filmed like on VHS to give it like you know the whole like nostalgia oh that's tight. Factor. Wow. We did. We went when we were doing pre production for the album we just made. Uh, we were at my friend John's cabin and it was us. Like we, we basically turned his cabin into a studio and you know, it's just us like fucking around and being funny. And then also like showing us track the, the record and like the demos and stuff like that. So, I mean, we thought it was cool, but like, you know, I think that's cool. It yeah. might be, but like, I mean, I still like, I think it's a good video, but it's hard to get people to want to watch it. Yeah. Like you were saying, you know what I mean? It's a half hour. Like it's like, yeah. you know, if we put a clip up on Instagram and the clip does really well, yeah. you know, of a very funny part from it, you know, you did the work though. You made an art. Yeah. I think that's yeah, important. Yeah, yeah. Like right. you did it and like the people who care will watch it For and, like, sure. and cutting it up and sharing it on Instagram is like fine. Yeah, too, totally. I think, totally. but that's, so that's really cool. I commend you yeah. for doing that long, longer, like uh term projects. Yeah. Or, I always know. loved that shit. I love, always loved like, it's more timeless. Like, you know, like yeah. you're saying the, the, the clip that you put on Instagram, like, no one's gonna remember, but right. like the, per, the the piece that you made, yeah. you know, you'll look back in ten years, or someone will look back in ten right. years and be like, hey, they did something here. Yeah, right. I, and I love the idea of like the whole project, and that's why I'm a huge like vinyl guy, yeah. is because yeah. like I love having like the whole art piece, you know, like with the album yeah. cover, the track list on the back, like the yeah. inserts, the Absolutely. and having to listen to the whole record start to finish, not just picking songs and making a playlist or something. Which I'm not against. I like I'm a big playlist guy, but yeah, um, there's something to appreciate about 
all the work into like one cohesive project. I, I agree. Absolutely. Totally. It's, it's a piece. Yeah. How do you feel about VHS? Are you, do you have a VCR still? <sighs> no, uh, I was a hater for people who did that. Because it became it became so popular, yeah. Like within the last few years of people going back to VHS for like the nostalgia, or like cassettes and stuff and other yeah. mediums. I'm just see interested. cassette. Yeah. So, oh man, I'm such an annoying hipster, but I'm not anymore. But I okay. was at first. There was like an initial reaction to me being like, "This is stupid." Yeah. Uh, because yeah. I, I and I got over that, and now like I get it. It's cool. I still haven't done it, but. The reason I really like vinyl is because vinyl is uncompressed audio. Yeah. So I'm a big audiophile kind of guy. And so I have like a very nice like vintage setup for my turntable with like preamps and really nice speakers because I like listening to it at like lossless quality. Oh, so you're quality. a nerd. You're I'm a huge fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> and so the quality is just phenomenal. Uh, you know, here I always say, and this is the most like stoner way to describe it is like, it sounds like listening to music in 3d because Whoa. it's not compressed. So you can hear all the tracks separately and the mix yeah, is perfect. Yeah. And it's like, I love how that sounds where like VHS and cons- cassette, it's like the quality is not good. Like yeah. it looks way better on like Blu-ray or, or, or you know what I mean? Or yeah, something yeah. like that. But, but I still like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, uh, I have to give a shout out to my friend Kate cause Kate loves, VHS and VHS, she loves DVDs. Yeah. She like, huh? She's uh, I don't she, get that. She one. has the biggest movie collection like yeah. I've seen, and it's just all DVDs and VHS. Okay, and like she was so sad because her VHS DVD combo just broke. Oh damn! Built on the TV or no, just no, no, no? It was a separate, okay. separate thing. Tight. But yeah. like she has it hooked up to like a full like fifty-five inch HD TV. Yeah, yeah. But it's a VCR DVD yeah. combo. Yeah, and it's just like I don't know. But like she is. Uh, giving me some sort of appreciation for it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like the way she explains what it does for her, you know, is like, all right, I get it. Sure, it's kind of sure, cool, sure. you know? Yeah. And uh, also like, if you think it's cool, then it's fucking cool. Like what yeah. the fuck does it matter what I think? I know? think it like more and more, it's like even more simple. Like I am also hello fellow nerds. Uh, but like I am into like audio quality lossless. Sure. Like I, and there is like an, a, a huge difference in listening to like something lossless. You'll hear like different parts of the track, different parts of the recording, like compared to the, you know, the MP3, compressed thing or whatever so i i absolutely back you on that side of it but i also like dude super simple i like putting a, a tape in sometimes yeah you know? like just the feeling like a sure. cassette like a um uh a, a cartridge into like an n64 yeah. or like something yeah. or like a, a disc into a ps2 i guess like doing like because like the media consumption process is all the same for everything nowadays you just sit back and computer you, you just, go to a website or like whatever you put it on phone, you cast yeah. it to the yeah. tv but like putting a uh, putting a vhs into the vcr into your stupid HDTV and it looking like shit but like just like you put that thing in it's simple that's the media that's like playing onto the thing there's no distractions there's no like whatever like you just know that that thing's gonna play through and it's like different I'm I'm kind of there for it yeah I get it it's nostalgic as hell it's it's all the nostalgia factor for sure yeah Um, I'm susceptible to that and and I like as did you watch the uh, the last blockbuster documentary on Netflix? The one that just came out. Yeah, no, I've heard about it. Yeah, it's... I heard it being bad. I heard. Oh, about really? It's like bad. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah. Anyway, I thought ahead. it was awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've watched a documentary on it. I think there was like a yeah. YouTube I heard there's another one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the Netflix documentary, I think, is great. Uh, it's just got a, it's got a bunch of nerds in it. Yeah. Um, you know, like Kevin Kevin Smith is yeah, in it, sure, and of course. Uh, he would be. Uh, I don't remember the one dude, one comedian's name who's also a huge nerd, but. Uh, you know, they talk about, you know, going like 
going into Blockbuster, having like the tape in your hand, you know what I mean? Like opening up that Blockbuster case and everything. And I'm like, yeah, damn, like that was cool. Like there was something, <laughs> there was some charm to that that was, that we've lost. There's something to it. Yeah. So yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, it's I a do. slower process. Yeah. I just like, I'm never gonna. So like, I like filming. I have like an old skate camera that okay. you know you and, VX? yeah, yeah uh, well it's it's a panasonic something okay. or other it's really cool yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't have a fisheye lens on it but i would like the vx like the <laughs> vx is, is what's up but um and those go for on ebay for like 500 dollars. yeah that's stupid uh, yeah. but i have that it's dishes but like he lets me use it and i've been i filmed i mean that's what we or no we actually filmed the cabin on john's like mini vh or mini dv whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so uh, I have that that I use for a bunch of stuff because I like the way that looks because it gives it a cool, yeah, like, you know, nostalgic vibe to it. But like, I'm never I don't think I'm ever going to be the guy that has a VCR and like is collecting tapes and, no. and putting it in. You well, know? Yeah, I mean, it's whatever I I do. Like, that's a huge to bring it all back to like the core of like skateboarding. It's weird that like, yeah, uh, VX has like the Sony VX 1000 yeah. and the 2000 the 2100 yeah. like series, has, which is a mini DV uh, like camera. And it's like like for the non-nerds listening, like, yeah, yes, for yeah. the non-nerds listening, this this was like a handheld camera from the early 2000s probably maybe Mm -hmm. late 90s uh and it was used like in every popular skate video like it was the creme de la creme of filming it it was just portable it had good audio and century was making like a super ultra wide lens for it so you're able to get close to skateboarding and make things look exaggerated fisheye lens look yeah so it just hit everything like uh, at the perfect time but then yeah and so many videos were filmed with it it became like this a cornerstone like the like marker for like right this and that's is why they're so be. popular now yeah yeah well it's it's weird now because like we had an industry switch to like a lot of like companies went to hd and then like now like the, i do know this because like the kids want a vx yeah like, they want to film mm. on shitty dv yeah, tape right like, and they, that i think is a whole i mean that is really the vibe of skateboarding culture right now of like just like the throwback you know it what is, mean? and that's why yeah. like you see like a lot of like the style with the clothes you know what oh, I mean? of going wow. back, yeah, going back to the thing. baggy pants yeah. going back to yeah. uh you know just like the bright colored like yeah. you know like nike type shit like yeah i don't know that's yeah. like seems to be what's what's cool right now it's, you know? it's funny i had like a a moment the other day i realized like i've only like filmed one real video part with our like close friends in west seneca and like uh denny crumbless yeah, like, yeah yeah um back in the day but i had the full experience of filming like a full video part and that was a vx part yeah and like i had the moment of being like I was like, I just, that's just the camera you used like, so like I have a VX part, like, but it's like, that was, it was not intentional. Like that's right. just like what you used then. So like, I think and I shared it a while ago and I think like I'll share like bits here and there and like kids will be like stoked, like super stoked on that. And yeah. like, so I have this unintentional, like, like core like rep thing that yeah, like in right my that's what i'm saying it's like it's like a level of respect it's like oh okay if you were skating back then and you were you had a vx part <laughs> it just like, means i'm like, like it's kind of older in the yeah. skateboarding scene i yeah, guess but that respect, means, you're like an elder yeah, i a guess skateboarding so. elder. i'm a statesman yeah, 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 yeah. totally <laughs> graying totally. i've got a lot of those those peppers up there totally speaking of the nostalgia thing so we started this episode with uh we were talking about video games yeah games. Video games. games so uh growing up i had we had a Sega Genesis. I was super young when we had a Sega Genesis. Same. So. Like, I, I have the weirdest memory. I was probably, like, six. Yeah. Seven. How old are you now? I'm 28. Right. I'm 26. So you're yeah. two years older than me. So yeah. um, 
So yeah, because and I have so that was an old colors, console so. in your house at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like my, we had a PS One, and then I remember for Christmas one year, my grandma got us the original Xbox, Tight. like ninety nine, Christmas ninety nine, probably Big old box. Yeah. yeah, and then. I got a P- my with my first communion money. I oh, bought tight. I bought a PS2. Hell, good investment. Yeah, that was DVD huge. player. Yep. Great yep. system. Yeah. Looked good. Yeah. Yeah, the PS2 I think was like that Everyone is, had one. You yeah. know, I don't know if you know, I am actually a huge video game nerd and specifically right. like I'm, a retro I'm not video game super nerd. Into it, yeah. So, I have like I don't know if do you know like the Raspberry Pis? Yeah. Like the the computer yeah, chips. I made one. Yeah, yeah same. So, yeah. I have one chilling that's like I use PS3 controllers for it okay. and I have like every game Tight. from like, you know, yeah, what do you the, go up to? Which you're like, as I, I go did this up, years so ago. I have a few because the PS One games are where it starts to get a little bit framey. Yeah, so <laughs> so I have a few PS One games okay. on there. Um, I really I play the N sixty four games the most, and that's oh, that's cool. We I never had an N sixty four, but my okay. friends had N sixty four. Yeah, and I always wanted N sixty four, and I hate <laughs> that I didn't have one. So like that's what was my goal Absolutely. with them. Like just put every N sixty four game, and the N sixty four games run a little rough. Some of them like yeah. trying to play like gold. Well, they ran like, a little rough on the original hardware. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, honest, for sure. But, but I'm just a big like nintendo mario guy you know oh, what whoa. I, mean? like, I love like <laughs> okay. super mario brothers i love super smash i love mario kart controversial statement i'm into mario yeah yeah right, right, right. <laughs> just uh that's interesting yeah um i i love uh it's another nostalgia thing absolutely yeah. i like, mean i just love like the simple video game you know yeah. again i growing up like i dedicated all of my time to music like most of my time to like learning music or, like consuming music like that was my thing so like I liked video games. I just didn't dedicate a lot of time to it. And Mm -hmm. as games became like more advanced and stuff, it's like you really to be good at this. Yeah, you have to dedicate so much time to it. And I just wasn't willing to do that. So that's why I just love like the like Mario Kart to me. Like Mario Kart sixty four, I think is like in my opinion the greatest video game of all time. Very good video game because it's like you don't got to be a genius to figure it out, you know. And you can just pick it up at any time and still like run train on that shit you know everyone loves it you know it's colorful it's fun yeah, it sounds it's so fun good. the sounds are amazing yeah it's, yeah. it's just a playground yeah, yeah i really want to get a switch yeah uh, because i heard the new mario kart is like out of this world fun yeah but i yeah. haven't played it yeah the switch yeah interesting yeah i think that uh retro games are uh like you were talking about earlier like safe spaces and comfort like yeah food, totally like, totally for me absolutely there's the ones that uh you know i've had forever and the ones that like make me feel certain ways and like also like lose the illusion of current day and stuff and i'll just like you know whatever like go run around like a certain game that i played when i was a kid but then there's also a cool part where i've fallen into a hole of like yeah trying to fill in the same way like playing n64 games where like you didn't have it it's like i was really young you know in the 90s i was born in 93 so like by the end of that decade i was seven which like what do you really remember you know in those years it's not like a very clear picture so i'm trying to like now with my i have this experience now with like being an adult and like going back and filling in those weird gaps and those memories that you have, like, you know, with a critical lens or like with a more educated lens and a, a more mature, like uh perspective of like, Oh, this game came out then. And this is how it was critically received. Yeah. And like stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like totally. very nerdy. Like, right. Absolutely. So we were, we were a big PlayStation family. Yeah, like yeah. we had PS one, we had PS two. And so like crash bandicoot was like the game. It's a very you know good I mean? game that, too. That's like yeah. looking back at my childhood, like that's where all of my time was spent. And my brother Danny uh, got a Sega Dreamcast, oh, that's which tight. not a lot of people probably would say or even admit that they had that. What? But, no, uh, it, no. If you had a Sega Dreamcast, you you get street cred. Oh, actually. for real? Yeah, because the, the Dreamcast. Was I, like, I didn't know. I mean, I've never met anybody else who had one. It's like uh, like 
the they, I still I don't know, have it. I don't know what the metaphor would be, but it's like uh, an underdog. Like yeah. it was super great, but it just got murdered by the PS2. Yeah, and right. That's, that's the yeah. So it was good. Dream, Dreamcast was sick, dude. Because Dreamcast was <laughs> the sick. was like the only console that had Crazy Taxi. Because mm-hmm. Crazy Taxi was really just an arcade game. They later brought it to the PS2, and I have okay. a copy for that. Okay. But, uh, but Crazy Taxi, dude. You want you want to listen to four offspring songs Yo. over and over again? <laughs> this is your fucking game. Let's go, dude. Yo, for real. That's so funny. I don't remember any other music from Crazy Taxi besides the there offspring. There is none. No, no, I'm serious. Like I'm actually pretty sure there is no other dude, music yeah. on that. Yeah. It just super it's an arcade game. Up, yeah, right. They're like we only need four songs. Yeah. Like you're going to no run out of quarters right. after this, like. Right. Um so yeah, if you yeah. <laughs> throw that disc in. What was also super cool. And that was like the Dreamcast to me was like the closest thing to an arcade, like yeah. at-home arcade. Yeah. Because they also had um, uh, House of the Living Dead, I think yeah, it was called, where yeah, you had the yeah, gun controllers. Yeah. <laughs> so you plug these controllers and you, you actually gun. pointed them at the screen. Yeah. Like you can't even use those anymore. You know, on modern HD TVs, they right. don't work. Yeah, Bullshit. I believe that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, shout out for your house having dope consoles. Yeah, that was a good time. And then they also the other game I remember was Marvel versus Capcom. Which was oh, yeah. a huge game. I still don't know what Capcom even is. It's some sort of anime thing, I think. Oh, it's a it's a Japanese video game studio. Right. Yeah. Okay. They, they make so. Street Fighter. So oh, like, that's okay. gotcha. why gotcha. it would have been like yeah. that. They did a lot of crossovers. Yeah. So yeah. that was my, like, I you know, I was real young. So my brothers would just buy video games and I would just play them not knowing what the fuck they were, yeah. you know. And yeah. then uh, Mortal Kombat were big game, was a big oh, game yeah. in my house. Never a fighting game person, but I. Yeah, uh, just button smashers. That's where, that's where I'm at. And yeah. that, I know that like. Um, like getting more into video games that like it is a fucking deep well like people are like I guess like in a way like skateboarding like the resolution of like people people that like know like when to hit a button because of the right. frame being moved like a person is like one yeah. frame yeah. closer to you yeah. is like it's a whole other thing Bro, and the way that video came like the way that like the younger generation is with video games is nuts yeah dude. yeah being- my nephew is like I should know how old my nephew is that's fucked up. Yeah. I think he's 10. Okay. He might be nine. Fair. I'll believe um, you. This kid is so fucking good at Fortnite. It okay, is yeah. insane, Wild. dude. Yeah. I, I have Fortnite on my... I was into Fortnite like when it first came oh, out. Oh, wow. Okay. Like... So for I was... I This was like the nerdiest I ever got in my life. All so right. I was working at Best Buy. I... Uh, Ate a lot of junk food. I had a jewel. <laughs> All right, you're um, in. You're yeah. in, dog. You're a nerd. Let's go. Drank a lot of Mountain Dew. Fuck yeah. He's uh, a nerd card. <laughs> yeah, so dude, I would literally just like, I would get home from working at Best Buy and I would hop on Fortnite with all the dudes who I was just working with and just like rip a jewel and just like yeah and just go through like a cart a night just like crushing Fortnite all night but this is like season one like this was like it was like at Best Buy it was like this new game just came out and it's free and it's like and it's so fun it's this like survival mode or whatever they call it and I was just like battle royale yeah 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 yeah. so I was like cool I'm in and then it just became too much after a while. Like they kept changing shit and then like I would stop playing for a while and come back and they changed everything and I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think and the culture a- became weird. <laughs> Of yeah. Fortnite, it became super weird. Every time I look at Fortnite, I just see like crazy structures being formed and mm-hmm. like people s- building, escalating like skyscrapers trying to shoot each other. Yeah, it became like, too much. I'm, I'm out, dog. And the thing yeah. was like, I was just getting schooled by like eight year olds. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I got. You know what? I downloaded Fortnite for my Xbox, and that's like, exactly my experience. Yeah. I, I walked and I heard like a child, uh-huh. a baby, almost yep. like and screaming, he fucked you up. and I just got murdered. And I was yep. like, Yeah, that's what I expected actually. Right. Like honestly, I yeah. wasn't surprised. 
surprised. Like, all right, I'm out. I'm yeah. going to delete this. So every time my nephews come over, my nephew Pierce, he's 10. He's always like, uh, can I go get a dub real quick? And I'm like, what? He's like, I'm just going to go Fortnite. I'm going to go get a dub. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, what? quick victory royale. Yeah. You know? And then he will. He'll straight up go up to my room and, and throw Fortnite on. Yo, Aiden, listen, I'm just yeah. going to get And he just like, and I just watch him run shit. And he's like, cool, let's go do something else now. Interesting. And I'm just like, casually, just yeah. like. Yeah, it's nuts, but these kids are so super good at video games. If I'm honest, man, I started playing Halo when I was like eight or nine. Yeah, we had the original Halo. I put hundreds of hours into that, and I was a weird freak with that. Yeah. So, like, I don't think it's that different. Halo 3 was really where I got into it. Because, like, we had all the Halos, but I was like, I might have been too young. Yeah. You know, to to really get into them. And then, like, when the 360 came out and it was like wireless yeah, gaming, yeah, yeah, like yeah. wireless online gaming. Cause yeah. with the, you know, I, the Xbox, you had to like hardwire. It. Absolutely. And yeah. so when we got, you know, high speed wireless internet, Xbox 360, Halo three came <laughs> out. I was like 12 or 13. Yeah. It was like, this is all I'm doing. Yeah. You know? So I was, yeah. I was a big Halo three guy. Yeah. It's a good game. That Absolutely. was my shit. But yeah, I put, I still play Halo three all the time. No, actually. me too. Literally yeah. I was playing it last night. Yeah. yeah with the, the master chief collection. Yep. What a cool thing. Dude, the master chief collection was huge. It's it was dope. like, yeah, again, I'm not a huge video guy, game guy, but when that came out, I was like, all right, well I gotta get this. Yeah. Yeah. Me. It's yeah. like if I had to choose one thing, I'd probably do that for a long time. Yeah. And but. they nailed that game too. Like it was just like, you can play any map, any game mode you want. Like, yeah. And just like a whole like, like Halo. Here's all the Halos. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that leads into like, uh, yeah, with like Microsoft Game Pass and stuff. We were you're kind of getting at this like slower idea of like putting in a VHS tape and right, like doing right. this thing. So yeah, it's I, almost too convenient now. Yeah, that's where I think that like my I realized I haven't bought a physical video game and. Oh yeah, well, five years. Maybe? I don't yeah. want to put a disc in a video game right. system or anything. Yeah, you give anymore. me a terabyte hard drive. I'm gonna just download all the shit on there. Yeah, but like now there's like I'm I'm sure you're probably aware, but like of the Microsoft Game Pass, like yeah, Xbox I have Game that. Pass. Yeah. yeah, same. Yeah. So like now you like Spotify, like yep. eyes, like and Netflix eyes, like video games. That means I play all the video games, yep. but none of them at the same time. Right. I'm going to play five minutes of all Yo, of them. Let's talk <laughs> about that real quick because I want to talk about how hard it is to choose something netflix spotify game pass whatever dude yeah, it's attention and that right? and that's like, another thing that yeah. lo- makes me love vinyl is because yeah. i have i don't know maybe 50 or so records yeah just go through pick one you know yeah. what i mean with spotify it's like here's fucking everything well, yeah we curated like, this for you and i'm like and we're i gonna don't play it automatically right, while you right. sleep like. yeah <laughs> for sure and it's like but at the same time it's like only showing me the same shit and i just yeah almost the same idea of the echo chamber it's like i'm yeah. only listening to pop punk and yeah rap music and just like cycling the same shit it's just like my daily mixes are just like the story so far and what's different Gun, consumption you know i think we're still like in the guinea pig like even though we've had these things for quite a while now like we just don't there was no research beforehand and like yeah. all this social media we're all the guinea pigs for that and then right. like uh same thing just different consumption models of like faster and faster and more convenient mm-hmm. and, and that's what's yeah. great it's, it's it feels like it's too much like when i go like if i don't go into like netflix with a plan it's gonna take me an hour to pick something yeah, because i'm scary. just like i go to the popular page right because i like to do like i like to be like you know, in the conversations of like at, when I'm at work, oh, okay. you know, and everybody's yeah. like, oh, did you watch this? Did you buy yeah. I like be, you know, to have my opinion on those okay. things. So like I go through the popular page and like find just try to find something that's intriguing. And it's like, oh, that would be cool. But maybe there's something cooler. Huh. And it's like and that's like my mindset on everything. Oh, and it's kind of fucked me up where oh. I feel like there's everything in life. I'm like, this is OK, but maybe there's something cooler somewhere else, okay. you know, okay. and it's like I need to. 
that needs to stop. And so I'm trying to figure out how to like reverse engineer that. Yeah, I think you're doing it. Like physical media helps a lot. Yeah, totally. Like I think that like sitting, like choosing it's more work like you take the thing out of the sleeve and you yeah. put it in the thing and then you right. like commit to the whatever yeah. like length of the media and it makes you appreciate is. it more yeah i think that that's part of the cure and this is some old ass man conversation we're let's having do it right here let's do it let's get no we've it. already done it the last oh, okay, uh, this yeah. entire podcast is like <laughs> dusty and uh and old and uh, but that's who listens to it so. <laughs> okay good dusty uh, and old we're 26 and 28 we're literally yeah. so fucking young it's <laughs> i know I, I actually you know i have to like i'm trying to do my best to like stop saying shit like that because yeah. I think people are age. So it's funny is my perspective of that is I hang out with most of the people I hang out with are older than me. Yeah. So like I never have the perspective and it's and at my job too. Yeah, I'm like one of the youngest people. Same. So yeah. it's like I never even look at myself as like an old head. Yeah. Until I'm around like my nephews or like you know. Is it a thing that like uh, do you find that like people our age like want to identify as being old now or is that not in your so. circles? No. In skateboarding, I feel like anyone who's in their mid twenties like they're always yeah. like I'm yeah. old now and sometimes well, I'll in catch the, myself. In the world of skateboarding, yeah, yeah. you know, because like, that's when you even. start like once you start getting to the point where like you got to stretch before skate skateboarding you know yeah like, i have to do that i i had to catch myself because like i i realized like old compared to what old like right, exactly. if you're, you're i'm not it's the all, 14 yeah. year old that's going to be picked up to be on the olympic team like in, right. in the end of his like high school career yeah. i'm but i am also like at the peak of my physical and mental abilities in my life right, right so now. That's the, so that's yeah exactly and so, so it, old compared to what yeah like, it's kind of the same in the music scene um or just music in general when, like, you see people, like, especially these, like, rappers who are, like, 17, 18 years old, you know, or or bands of these kids that are, like, super young that just blow up and you're like, Jesus Christ, I've been going at this for how long? And now these, you know, it's like, when, when do I put up you know do you think part of that is top. like uh marketing and like uh possibility model stuff of just like kids I think being like yo i relate to this kid maybe this kid is like in my age bracket and yeah. like i fucking fuck with that like, yeah um i mean i think like the longevity of like you know if, if it's an 18 year old that's blowing up they're like you see as like from the monetary perspective it's like we can build the whole career here uh -huh. from a very early start you know like the justin bieber story if you will like yeah. this kid's 15 years old obviously super talented we're gonna make sure that he just keeps blowing up and he still is you know what i mean where it's like an opportunity to do that but i also think it's way more impressive when somebody is that young and that talented Okay. You know, so, you, so it's you, like it's easier to market when it's like it's a seventeen year old kid who's like got these pipes, you know, it's like, damn, like that's way more impressive than somebody who's like twenty six and still lives with his parents and plays I, in a punk band. <laughs> hey, there's nothing nothing wrong with any of that. Um yeah, I don't know. I think about that sometimes because it's it's hard to compare uh, talent in any like creative thing and any like expressive thing like that's not really a quantifiable right like, exactly exact thing yeah. because there's so many variables that you know mix up into like what makes something good or someone good and uh, their or their work good enjoyable good is a bad word um, but uh, so I think about that sometimes like in skateboarding you see like kids that like are highlighted by like big companies and stuff because and I, I'm I'm at the age where I'm thinking like okay are they just cycling in new kids because they're more relatable to the target demographic of the 14 to like 19 year old right, like market right. in probably. this because they're not because because like these kids are good but they're not doing anything that's like 
never been done before. Right. Like, you know, they're, yeah, they're just see, the next generation. From that perspective, like, I think it's like the longevity thing for like yeah. skateboarding. You know what I mean? If a kid's yeah. like 19 or yeah. even like, let's say like 22, if a 22 year old starts, you know, gets pro or whatever, it's like, okay, how many years does he has, have left though? Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. It's like eight maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Ten? Depending who you are. Right. It, yeah. It's all. Yeah. But like, that's, I think, and it's kind of like in any sport, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, yeah. It, you gotta keep it young i guess right. like there's been uh like there's like a really like iconic company girl and chocolate yep. like in skateboarding and like they uh i actually grew up really idolizing that like crew of like eric Costin yeah. and like uh that roster was like legendary but then they they had this like uh this reputation for the last like handful of years that like they just kept all those same people on the team I didn't and they do like weren't re- doing anything re-brand. with it yeah. and it got stale and the whole market changed and like that was like a really sore example of like oh shit like they just lost it like they yeah. just they they got they kept yeah, stagnant. you gotta keep it young keep it new keep it fresh and yeah. then recently they started picking up like a few people who were like really spicy young and like mm-hmm. exciting yeah. and i'm like oh shit they're like girl and chocolate they're kind of doing it they got a uh, carl akins on there yeah and, like uh stuff but anyway i, don't I know. always found that interesting too like and i that was a you know i was never that deep into it where i knew who was on what teams mm-hmm. and and the status of of or the reputation of like these different skate companies and and teams and stuff and that's something i learned from watching king of the road okay you know when it was like the you know the one year like everybody like shits on birdhouse because (laughs) birdhouse is always like they're like the best skate usually like they're the top skaters but they're like they're the jocks you know what i mean they're the guys who take clean yes they take it too seriously like and like birdhouse was on it a few years in a row and i remember like reading youtube comments of people being like nobody wants fucking birdhouse on it anymore you know what i mean so like it was really cool to see that kind of like yeah yeah it is it is funny like and uh it's weird that like I guess it's not any different than like any other sport. Um, well, I guess it actually it it actually is. I've and I've thought about this before too. It's like skateboarding is built up of like companies and corporations for sure. You know, yeah. Whereas like, well, I mean, what else are you gonna do? Schools and cities and things like that, right? Make up other sport teams. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So like, yeah, you don't have like a high school skate team. Yeah. Right. Right. So I think that actually makes a big difference. Like yeah. I, are those athletes who are signed to those like. I don't know. What do you call them? City teams? Like, uh, sure. this is showing my like, yeah, like semi pro uh, you're like, saying, or, or no, even like the big ones, oh, like okay. national teams. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, uh, um, those, those are like in an organization and like that team is like an abstract thing on its own. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. It's not well, a yeah, like, product right. company. Like, yeah. So right. like, look at like, for example, like the Buffalo bills, right? Uh-huh. It's like, the people change forever, like mm-hmm. who are involved with it, but it's like the fans are de- just dedicated to really just the logo, I guess, you know, and the yeah. stadium because like, but like the coaches, the players like continue to change. And it's like, as long as you're on our team, you, it's the team that we love. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it has nothing to do with the people. It's around. its own like installation. It's its own right. entity. Yeah. Um, but like in skateboarding, it's just literally corporations, which like makes it a little weird. I think. Especially because skateboarding was such like a counterculture. Like there was something like punk about it. You know what I yeah. mean? It was like a rebellious thing. That's the funny thing about skateboarding yeah. is that like uh, it it, uh, it is actually extremely commodified. Like yeah. it is like a product based. Right. Like, I mean, you ever thing. see like uh, Lords of Dark? I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a long time ago. Right. Right. The story of that movie is really that. It's yeah. just like it was these three like surfer kids who started this new style of skateboarding, you know, and like you watch them just like blow up to fame and then you watch these suit and tie dudes come in and be like, oh, we can make money off this. you know? Right, right. Which is like America, right. which is oh, like yeah. the American way. Right. Like, so, yeah, of course. 
it is it is uh th- that's a whole other conversation of like america shaping the skate industry and stuff like yeah. that but yeah. um less and less so these days it's becoming much more diversified and like yeah. other areas less california more you know diverse like midwest and new york and things like that yeah but which is super cool i yeah. mean and that's why like i've always compared like you know skating and music because they kind of work in a very similar way you know absolutely what I mean? yeah. yeah like different scenes that exist and in, in different styles of it and stuff like that absolutely um yeah i don't know where where we got lost there talking about uh corporations and teams and stuff but uh i i don't know it's it's good that's another part of that like old head like coming back to skateboarding as like a adult uh like thinking about it in more adult ways and stuff and it's it's been really refreshing to do that i don't know i've learned a lot more i think i've become a more like helpful member of my community right and that's kind of yeah and that's how i feel about it like i feel way more like actually like what i was i mean i've like always been into the culture of skateboarding but like actually feeling motivated to get out and go skate like i feel more like that more motivated now than i ever have uh and i I think it's that same thing of just like coming into it with a more mature mindset and being like what this could be and what you know yeah um, yeah yeah it's complex i don't know it's it's been many different things that's something i think about too is like skateboarding like doing it for like 15 years whatever like has been different things and it is it's the same with music too it's different things to different people yeah um and it's also it can change like what it is to you like your relationship with it and stuff and i i think that i've had it it flip many times you know throughout my it's just growing up and like maturing and stuff but i'm like super happy to still be in it and like have a more mature um well-rounded like healthy uh relationship with skateboarding skateboarding too you know there's there's been times you know like obviously with with like a lot of progression driven activities uh that like you get a little too involved and a little too your identity gets a little too wrapped up in it you'll see that in music you'll see that in skateboarding yeah Uh, very much so like almost similar levels i think that's a very good like analogy you can talk about is like people identify as like their work or like their mm-hmm, skating mm-hmm. you know they're and uh i think that's a dangerous thing uh, a, yeah so, yeah <laughs> yeah to become, i mean I, I think that's any like art form you know and yeah, that's the absolutely. sign that it is indeed an art form is like the ability to be able to get that wrapped up into it and kind of get lost in it yeah and kind of get obsessed it's, with it. that's an ego thing and that's a whole totally, like you totally. know psychological thing we could like talk about but uh yeah some Somebody who's like done both of those things probably too much. I would just like definitely warn anybody out there who's in that mix. Like just be a person first. Yeah. And then like, totally. you know, try to be the best person you could be. Yo. And, and oh my, I'm so glad you brought that up because that is like where I'm at. And like I, my entire life was just focused on the ego of yeah, yeah. who I want to be as a musician. Sure. You know what I mean? Who I want to be as like how people perceive me as the guy in this band or okay, whatever right right and then you know and I, i've spent so much time focusing on that that it was never that it took so long for me to be like but what's going on like in here yeah you know yeah. like who am i being in my everyday life mm-hmm. not just the image of mm-hmm. you know the musician and that's uh that's really 
tough thing to accept that it's like, wow, I've spent a lot of my life like not focusing on what I should have been focusing on, you know? You know, it's okay because I will also tell you that I think that a lot of people go through life sure. their entire life and, and never, not get to that and, realization. Yeah, yeah. And never get to that point of like introspection and like looking back and trying to adjust stuff. So right. like don't stress it uh, like you're ahead of most people. Yeah. But, uh, yeah and I, I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's very definitely very common, especially at the age we're at. You yeah. Know, being yeah. in your 20s where you start to kind of peel back the layers and being like, well, hopefully. Yeah. You right. Know, you you know. should be. Yeah. You'd, you'd hope yeah. so. I'm very hard on myself with a lot of those things. So it's like, um, but it, you know, I realize that I'm also n- might be in a, a smaller demographic of people who are actually trying to recognize the, your, you know, toxic behaviors or, but or it's the like noble that. work. It's the work that has to be done. And like, sure. you know, you'll, you'll only make yourself happier and the people around you happier and exactly. the scene that you're in. Dude, it's funny. Better. Uh, you know, I've started to realize this and I think like, oh man, like I can't believe I never realized this about myself or something or, or, or just habits that I've had or how I've treated people that it's like, man, like I'm such a piece of shit. And it's like, but like, it's good <laughs> that I'm recognizing shit, it and like trying to work on it, whatever. And then I like, like last night I'm like with like my family who's like, it was like my older cousins and stuff. These dudes who like born and raised in OP, never left OP kind of guys that are just like these total bros that sure. are just like, I'm like, these dudes aren't self-aware at all <laughs> and like are definitely misogynistic and like whatever, yeah, yeah, like yeah. homophobic, like yeah. all these things that like I'm always actively trying to work on and like hard on myself because it's like I'm not doing enough and it's like these guys aren't fucking doing anything. You yeah, know? <laughs> like, yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you and like, yeah, working with diverse like groups of people and like uh, older people, like yeah, some I, I think I always had like the probably misguided idea, even people are so this will tie in like that um that like yo when our generation gets into power when our generation yeah, we, yeah. like yo we start taking on like real jobs and like yeah. getting government stuff like we're gonna fix all this shit sure and then you kind of see like fuck there's like people like our age who like are absolute assholes yeah and, like i th- i think those, i like, think those people are a minority though i think so i think I, like as far as like young people go at least like there's a very base level of like progressivism yeah that exists among the majority and it's of like a level people. up from the last generation yes, exactly it's just yeah. slower than I would have hoped right like, whatever yeah. so but you know being part of like at least looking pat being a person who is like um introspective about that like you can be a part of that movement part of that right exactly you know, yeah. healing of, uh, and that's and that's where my fo- like after years of like being very passionate about those things of like you know just even just progressive politics you know what I mean of just like accepting people for who they are yeah and radical those idea of, yeah right <laughs> uh and so like you know where you try to argue with like older generations yeah. it's like i'm not gonna get anywhere with you but i can get somewhere with the young people yeah you know like it's like those are the people worth having the conversations for yeah. so like and, and like i said like i think the people who are not on board that are around our age like have are in a minority yeah and i think it's those are the ones that we should be having the conversations with because i think they're definitely i mean even if they're in that minority they're still much more reasonable like more reasonable people yeah yeah Um, and i i think that like you touched on a really good thing of like even younger talking to younger people like they're already like inherently going to be a level up like closer to being accepting and like you see those things like in uh, being progressive i I think social media helps with that i this this, that's one of the things that social media is has done that's good it is is expose people 
people to a more because that's the thing with a lot of these like i mean even who like my cousins who are like they're not bad guys it's just they're not huge you know they only use facebook which right. is terrible and they are just guys who like born and raised in orchard park yeah and are only surrounded by people who look like them right you know yeah. and it's like it's yeah. all just white straight dudes yeah. Yeah. you know and it's yeah. like and when you only exist in that environment of course when something different gets thrown your way there's like a little bit of growing pains yeah it would be yeah. like a, you would hope it would just be a growing pain and like right i haven't always been a perfect person yeah I've right always, and that was, like i've been shitty and yeah problematic when i was in, in high school past. dude Yo, like when absolutely. i'm living in west seneca yeah and i'm only surrounded by people who look like me you know of i'm course. glad that those times aren't on instagram right like totally whatever, like recorded, dude i actually so. was like looking through old shit like on facebook of like yeah. i found a, th- a thing like a comment thread from when we were like 13 i was reading through it i'm like jesus christ dude yeah. we were terrible kids but yeah. The thing is, like, then as I got older and, like, I went to college and surrounded myself in a more diverse group of people I had never been surrounded by before and you just have these conversations with them and you start to learn from them and it's like yeah of course and it's like so that and and it just makes so much sense why like people who live in cities Mm -hmm. are more accepting people because you know when you surround yourself with that and that's I think is the key to everything is just diversifying your surroundings I agree I'm like a huge proponent of diversity and that's like a real talking point for progressive politics yeah totally but as somebody who grew up in Orchard Park which is absolutely a like white echo chamber of just like patriarchal like yeah. shit and, and it only gets worse the further away from the city you get yeah and I lived in West Falls for years Ooh, too damn. which is like out there yeah. and I grew I actually spent a lot of my childhood in like Boston New York yep. with my yep. which is like way out there and I grew right. up kind of a country kid in a yeah. lot of ways and uh, so around all the most conservative like you know bullshit like toxic masculine stuff mm-hmm. um, but then like uh, I think I would credit music to being like a really good influence, totally. bringing me into the city yep. more skating as well, bringing me into the city as a young age of with yep. like people. Yeah, dude. When I was like 13, I'm playing X wheels. Yeah. Right. And there's yeah. just like all these older bands are playing that are all like super like I remember that one of the first shows I ever played at X wheels. I'm like 13 years old. And there's this band we were playing with that had like these super tall mohawks. Right. And these dudes are like covered in tattoos. And I'm just like as a 13 year old kid, I'm like, what the fuck is yeah, going on? But I loved it. Yeah, you know what I mean? I loved exist. being exposed to that kind of sure. you know being 15 years old and playing club diablo oh, wow. and being like what the <laughs> fuck dude but like i loved that shit you yeah. know and that's why like i don't know and that's do you you live in the city now yeah i do i live in the west side of buffalo fuck yeah, yeah dude yeah. like that's where i want to be you know because yeah. like it's diverse you know yeah. it's like i feel more comfortable like i went to east aurora a little while ago for like uh, a hike with my partner and then like we went to like we just like walked down the street to go to like a salad shop and like it's like damn i just feel like stuck and stuffy and uncomfortable yeah. in this like monoculture place yeah just, east aurora is weird yeah because I find East Aurora to be like a somewhat progressive sure. place, although a it's, liberal place. Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah. yeah, but it's definitely like it's. I mean, it's all white people there, but oh, yeah. like, yeah. Um, still like generally like at least the young people i mean it's young people but like i mean i worked in east aurora for a little bit and when i worked in east aurora like the people i worked with and like the young people who would come into the bar and stuff like we're good like you know progressive people like sure you know and maybe it's just like education or or something that the guys going on there but i don't know i like east aurora as like a community i don't hate east aurora i was just trying to explain yeah no feeling that i get get now going back to my hometown of orchard park or like east aurora or something like that where um i feel like i actually have like a feeling of like stuffiness like it feels yeah, like more constricted totally. than like when I'm in the city. I just know that like 
uh, anywhere I go is going to be like oh, a diverse affair of like yeah, many different right. peoples for the yeah. most part. You can go, and that's not yeah, true, totally. Actually. Yeah, no, there's parts of the city yeah. that are very. Yeah, I lived on Linwood for a while. Yeah. And that's a. I mean, that, Linwood's a beautiful street. It's a beautiful like, street, but it's uh, but it's that kind of. It's very expensive houses. Yeah, a lot of white yep. people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Um. Anyway, uh, I, I so back to the the point. Um. Thank you to skateboarding. Thank you to music for both of us. Totally. For, for getting us a head start on yeah. exposing us to more of life and more. Yeah. Humanity. And even like the people, I mean, like growing up, like I was a huge against me fan growing up and you know, they have a trans woman as the singer. Right. And when like she came out as like a trans woman, I was a teenager and I'm like, I don't really even know what that is. That's huge. You know? Yeah. And so like uh, yeah. as a person I looked up to yeah. to do that was like huge for me to like, you know, understand trans people and, and, and accept that like immediately, you know? What an so, icon too. Like you imagine yeah. like her position of like having to be that example to like yeah. the whole community. Yeah. Like those people are, that's why I fucking, I respect queer people and trans people so fucking yeah. much. Because Dude, I was thinking about this this morning is just like, bro, the confidence yeah. to be insane. like, fuck you. I insane. know you're going to think this is weird because you don't get it, but I'm going to do it because this is who I am is the most badass fucking shit Absolutely. I've like ever seen. Yeah. Like, I always thought that. Like, so sick. Dude. Yeah. <clears throat> fucking kudos to all trans people yeah. out there. And, Hell yeah. Uh, I wish uh, legislation was going better for the kids uh, these days. Oh, my God. Yeah, Florida. Did you see that shit in Florida? I just have seen, like, all these southern states doing, like, fuck shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, there's some times where you get in these conversations, and it's like, oh, what a great thing that we've reached this level. (laughs) And then you look. Things were going well for a while. I don't know. Not really, I guess. Right. right, Exactly. Were they ever? Socially. They were starting to. Yeah, socially they were starting to. We got the the supposed guy in the office. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. And then this, this, yeah, it feels real bad. Yesterday, uh, you're not a big sports guy. Uh, not really. Sure. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not really either, but like, it's what I grew up in. So I yeah. have like some sort of love for it. Um, but the Sabres did a like a uh, pride game yesterday with oh. the Steelers. And <laughs> it was like, they did like, uh, what you don't see at a like sports game that at that level sure what's a pride game so it was just like a game of just like honoring pride and just like acceptance so they put like a patch on their jersey and they did like all the lights in the arena were like rainbow and (laughs) they like took a moment to like and now yeah and so the the social media teams of the sabers and the penguins like changed all their shit to like pride stuff and we're like you know just trying to you know put a spotlight on something you know just show that you know, as an organization, we accept. So like, it means something. Even yeah, though, yeah. Right. Exactly. It it's it's something. a small gesture, but yeah. it's but like it's a big organization, um, so it, yeah. it hits a lot of people. Exactly. And probably a lot of people who are problematic with you know or not. Right. And to that, that was shit. the thing. Yeah. So like, yeah. I loved that they did. I mean, I'm yeah. a huge Sabres fan. I always loved like the hockey community in general. Um, and so and that's because in West Seneca, hockey was huge. So like as a in high school, you know, there was a point in my life where like I kind of felt like I was a little bit. I mean, I was always, I got along with everybody, was friends with everybody. I didn't really have a place that I fit into okay. that well. And I started, I was very into video. So um, a lot of the hockey dudes were in like the video. We had a huge like video, like production yeah. classes and shit right. in my high school. So like a lot of the hockey kids were in there and like I became friends with them that way. And then I started like filming the games and they really just like the hockey team at my school was very like inviting and accepting of me which was something i was not used to so there's something i have like a connection to hockey that way that just like you know i've always found in sports i find hockey players to be even though it is a very privileged sport it's very white you know whatever they've there's some hockey players that i like that are just like cool and accepting people usually 
However, hockey fans in the replies on the social media when all they're saying is just like, hey, we accept everybody. And all these the hockey agenda. fans are just like, yeah. you accept everybody. Why? You know, <laughs> I don't like this. Yeah. I, I don't know what this is, but I don't right. like you. And, accepting and everybody everyone. being like, keep the politics out of it. And it's like, why is that politics? You call it like people who call people it politics, existing as politics. Who, right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Everything's political. That's the one thing I've come around yeah, to realizing totally. your existence like, yeah. is political. Dude, you know? once you realize the sooner you realize that, the better. Because yeah. like the people who are like, don't talk politics or why is it always about politics? Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, that's such a privileged take because it's like you have. Because it, it doesn't affect you personally. Yeah, yeah. Politics don't affect you personally. That's the white privilege like, thing in, yeah. in general. Isn't like, um, I, yeah, it's like, sure. Like, yeah, I don't want to see like the municipality's like budget being talked about on my skate video. I'll be like, that's politics yeah. that right, I could like right. not. Yeah. I, I'd be like, yo, can we keep that out? Right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. But, but doing like the, uh, I don't know if they did it in Buffalo, but they, in some cities they were doing like a Black Lives Matter like skate protest. Yeah, yeah. Where they like they skate did. throughout the city and yeah. but, but like, that's fucking cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't see that as like political. It's definitely political, but I don't think that's a okay. problem. And it's also see when I think politics, people. I think what you were saying, like we're not going bringing well, like the tax code into that's, like yeah, that's the real politics you want to keep out of the fucking thing that you're trying to just enjoy and get away from. Sure, those are like that's the politics of like the I don't know the foreign policy or like whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, keep that out. But like <laughs> people existing, like queer people existing, trans people existing, right, right? Like yo, that's not the same thing. It might yes. be political, but it's not. Like like right. a political like uh like agenda or, or exactly well, maybe yeah. it's an agenda but it's not a um a document of like tax returns right or something. right yeah it, right That's it's politics. like we're not yeah all we're saying is just like, yo these people exist let's let them exist How yeah that? right like, and let's treat let's, them well yeah like, give them health care yeah and let's use the platform that we have to show <laughs> that we should accept these people and that and that's cool yeah there's people and the, the argument is always like well it's less than one percent of the population it's like exactly and we should make them feel like they're not less than one percent of the population. Yeah, it's and and I don't like know. what you're saying that that you're pointing that out is what's fucked up. Yeah, it's like what then it's gonna be like uh thirty thousand no three hundred thousand people like I don't even know like yeah, the, the math of that yeah there's yeah. three hundred thirty million people yeah in, and in we, the US, they should just so. feel accepted for being so, who they are yeah. and you should shut the fuck up about it yeah and so I I like. I kind of loved that it, that the Sabres did it because for the reason of that, like a lot of these like hockey fans who were actually yeah. like triggered by it. It's like, yeah. bro, fuck you. It's good. I do like, like there's, there's criticism like of like corporate positioning yeah, of, course, of, course. of like things like that. Even the queer community will like, you know, uh, like criticize pride and stuff like that. Cause it's like banks and fucking yeah, like all right, this crazy right. corporate Well, yeah, shit. cause that, and like, I brought this up in the last episode is that, you know, like the idea of like the Democrat versus Republican thing, both are dropping bombs, but one's yeah, got yeah, a yeah. pride flag on yeah, the, pink on the Buses for the girl bosses, yeah, or whatever, yeah. like pink fans, yeah, yeah, yeah all bombs. surface level, yeah. not actually doing anything to help. I get that. I just think it was a good gesture. No, you know? it is, and like I think the the one thing to focus on, the one thing I always stay positive with those things is like they're using a large platform that like they put a bunch of money to get in front of people's faces yep. who specifically in this context like don't go out of their way to expose themselves to yep. it so it is like shoving it in their face right which is needed sometimes exactly like, you need representation yeah 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 and what's also and they did kind of so the jersey they did like custom jerseys for the one game that got the patch on it that's got like the rainbow and it had like the trans flag in oh, it as well wow. and then they auctioned off the jerseys and all the money all went to like awesome you know those kinds of organizations i don't know what specific ones but that's good stuff yeah yeah so cool shit cool shit yeah 
the oh. world is just going to get queer and yeah, more diverse. Yeah, fuck yeah, it and should. There's, I, I, I often... my, my, you know how they always say like this is the world that liberals want, <laughs> yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. Like my like dream is like. Their genders would just get rid of the idea of gender well, altogether. Okay. Gender we don't abolitionist homie. Yeah. yeah, very good. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need it at all. We, you know what I that's mean? That's where like, that's where it's going. Yeah, and, uh, unless we I have dr- that's some, the world I dream of, man. Unless we like, have some cares? fucking gnarly war where like all the shitty people like somehow stop progress, but I don't think I don't think they can because yeah. all this is just like the force of nature. Exactly, us dude. correcting shit, and that's like, what I've been talking about in every single episode of this podcast okay. is like. You're either on the boat or you're off of it, man. Yeah. Like the boat's going. The right like, side of history. And, the wrong, and right. And yeah. like when you zoom out, look at where we were, look at how we've progressed as people. Yeah. The progressives always win. We they the progressives always help push the culture further and it helps change shit for the better. So it's like this conversation of, oh, it ain't how you, you can't say that anymore. It ain't how it used to be. Cancel culture. It's like, no, 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 no. This has always existed. It's just speeding up at such a fast rate because of social media, because of how fast things are moving that it's like you can't handle it. But it's just like get on the fucking boat or, you're, or yeah. stay off of it. Yeah, you can't stop behind. it. Yeah, yeah. You, you really can. I mm-hmm. think you can like. That's what I see all these like uh, anti-trans bills like as right now of just like, uh, like fucking a decrepit old system clawing on with its nails yep. like back like peeled back yeah. because it's like trying to keep everyone fucking straight and like yeah. white and right. like it just can't anymore and it's gonna yeah. like it's gonna die. It's gonna die. Like doing that unless it gets it goes with the grain and just yep. lets people let yep. people exist and yeah the shit it. I saw about. Florida. And now I didn't read into it too much, but um, I did. There's something going on. I was on Reddit this morning and saw some. They're doing like gen, genital checks and shit. Yeah, or for like trans like, sports and shit. Like, dude, yeah. what the fuck? Like, who? How do you care that much that you're like, we're gonna check children's genitals? genitals. Like, yeah. and no, and and nobody's like. I mean, obviously, That's we're, fucked. yeah, That's right. So fucked. Like nobody who's writing these bills is like, should we be doing that? Is that you know? good for yeah. everyone? Yeah, because like, it sounds like pedophilia. <sighs> yeah, it's like so like sports and like yeah, trans identities and existence is like a whole whole complicated thing. Sure, but I don't know, and that's not for me or you to like really probably uh, like yeah. expose upon too much because I am a cisgendered man. Right, uh, 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 dude, I'm checking my privilege at the door every time. Every time, yeah. So don't I'm, I'm gonna like probably stop saying too much there, but I think we covered yeah. like really good bases on like all that, and yeah. uh, we probably shouldn't be checking children's genitals. Right. And uh, the one thing I, 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 the one thing I can speculate on, I think safely is like. I think the more we uh, take the emphasis off of gender in sports, totally. I think, and we're just in see, general, I think we're gonna see like just a better landscape yeah. and like more level playing field. Like people are like so obsessed on like this biology thing, and, right? Like, like just me- that like, I just men right. are just like better, yeah. In, like all these, right, ways. dude? Which I'm like, dude, like. I think they're afraid that that's not true. I think that that yeah. might not be true right. if we just let the right environment happen. Yeah, because, like, dude, there are some, like, very, like, strong and very talented, like, woman athletes. You yeah. know what I mean? That it's, like, would crush the fucking men. You yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah. like, and people don't want to accept it's, that. It's, like, they, I think it's just, like, of course, this isn't, like, fucking... It's a patriarchal misogynist. Yeah, this isn't, like, book, a but, new theory by yeah. any means. I'm sure we're just, you know, talking about stuff people talked about a hundred years ago. But, uh, yeah, if, if it's all just more open, then I have to imagine it will just be a more uh, egalitarian, a more, like, uh, diverse and fun place. Totally. And, yeah, and it's... And, obviously, yes, we're cisgendered men. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. so it's, like, 
two <laughs> two white privileged cisgender yeah. men on a podcast talking about yeah. these things. It's more. We need more of this. Right. right. Yeah, no, no, the no, internet no. needs yeah, more yeah. of this shit. No, but but at the same time, I think it's good because for the cisgender straight. Yes, white men that are listening correct. yeah you know yeah that it, that might not know to Absolutely. like i think it's important for them because those yeah. are you know because that's who has the power yeah and that's what we need to change and that's and that, that's something you you almost we almost touched on this earlier but like of being an example to younger kids yeah of like totally. you know, being an example to your peers even like i am a bisexual cisgendered man and right. like being I'm out sorry, i didn't mean to, to oh no no i said we're both straight i didn't mean to. oh it's it's fine yeah. i i i think being straight appearing or and like presenting is like a whole conversation in the bisexual yeah. community but anyway um but being out and like being a uh like a bisexual skater uh in like a community community yeah. with like that had like a lot of like toxic masculinity history totally, and, roots totally. and things like that is yeah. like part it's political once again but it is like my one of my actions to try and like correct those things fuck yeah that were like in the past and which i also played into in the past you know because of uh patriarchal and like pressures Societal, and things like yeah. that and toxic yeah, yeah, masculinity yeah. like but that's part of it too is like being an example yeah totally, because then totally. like the 12 year old who's just picking up a board and like um like hears that like calling somebody a faggot is wrong for right. me like correcting somebody or something like that yeah. like or like just sees like bi people trans people queer people yeah. in skating well when, like, you, when you're an impressionable young mind and you are exposed and surrounded by those things it's just it just makes sense to accept it right well yeah yeah and like a possibility model a representation like totally. all those things like skating is coming around on that skateboarding is coming around on that but it has a long way to go absolutely i mean as everything probably yeah, does as everything yeah. does Skating's I mean, the, always the music been scene's the exact same way, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I feel like I mean I exist in one of the like most progressive music scenes. Okay. You know, being in like the the punk hardcore emo sure. whatever that whole realm of like alternative music, you yeah. know. And uh, with alternative music comes just like people from alternative lifestyles. Yeah. So, um, you know, they tend to be more progressive, more accepting, and and cool. have more inclusivity. But it's still still has a long way to go for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're one of the good ones and doing the work, you know. I'm that, trying, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying. You know, I may not always get it right, but my heart's nah, in the right place. Same. And that's and, what and I think sometimes it's all it gets about. tiring, you know. Like it sometimes, does, yeah. Sometimes you gotta take breaks. Yeah. I've been there. For totally. Sure. Totally. Yeah. Burnt out. How long have we been talking? Are we? Are we? Uh, we're at an hour twenty. We can wrap this up. I'm not in any rush. Yeah. Any no, this I, is usually. I usually try to keep it between like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. So. I didn't want to be like the the guy that like pulls out the two hour podcast right. or the three hour well, Joe my first, Rogan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I never. Uh, two hours is going to be max for me. Okay, I think. Okay. But uh, my this my first guest went like an hour and fifty. I think, and I was like, well, like, but you know, when these conversations, I are like a long form podcast. Totally. I got no totally. problem with that. Yeah. You know, I toss it. I listen to like little bits throughout my day, like whatever. So and there's yeah. no rush like I don't have anything planned other than I'm gonna go skate after this. Fuck yeah! You know what? Sunday. I might, I might too. I might you just go skate. You where are you gonna go skate? Uh, I don't have a planned place, um, okay. but I typically warm up at like the DIY in the Outer Harbor or nice. like LaSalle. I've never been there, but it's I, good. I, it's a good I, beginner spot. Yeah, that's too. what I hear. Like I have friends who skate there a lot, and that's a what rough. Dish has been telling me about it. Yeah, but it's like not a racetrack. Yeah, which is nice. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I could skate LaSalle when there's like nobody there. You yeah. know, and I can just kind of cruise around. I mean, that's ideally how you would always skate LaSalle. Yeah, even myself. Yeah, like, you right. Know. Yeah, it's just like, I just, it's, I mean, for me, I'm living in the suburbs. It's a drive. You know, it's a commitment oh, to sure. go there. Yeah. Uh, and when you drive all the way there and there's just a shitload of people there. How far um, is Lancaster from here? How far is like fifteen it? minutes? I'm fifteen minutes from everything basically. That, you ever been to Kisa Park over there? And Lancaster is that yeah. the? Yeah, I think we talked about this. That's the park that's got like 
quarter pipes on the, the one yeah. end and on the far end it's another quarter pipe and there's a bunch of shit in the middle yeah, I like that part rail or yeah. orange it's usually not stuff. super I thought it I thought it was somebody's name it is like Bryce or yeah, something, something like that some, I think yeah, yeah it's a memorial park yeah, yeah, for yeah. someone yeah. But isn't there another memorial park somewhere too Ives which is like I for, uh, and there's Alex Rice there's Alex a, Rice yeah, where's that that's, that's what I was thinking that's in Amherst okay yeah right next to UB North gotcha um, yeah a lot of memorial parks uh, skate park foundation or the, t- the, our, the former Tony Hawk Foundation had a hand in well a lot of those actually yeah, that's LaSalle cool and uh, and the uh, Rice but that's sick yeah um I, I like Kisa, but anyway, yeah, we don't have to talk about parks anymore. That's all right. Yeah. We, I know we did a lot of skateboarding talk, which I expected we were. But Is there anything fucking... else you want to talk about? No, yeah, I, I think. I mean, are you still making music at all? You used to. Oh make yeah, that's a great thing to get yeah. into. Yeah, we haven't talked about that. Uh, I haven't talked about music in a long time. Right. So I had yeah a very interesting path with like music and we yeah and you were making cool shit. Thank like you. The electronic Thank you. like indie pop type stuff. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I mean makes sense why you and Tom were, were roommates. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We like to talk about software synthesizers and yeah. like reverb see that stuff. stuff I don't yeah, know anything yeah. about but I think it's very cool like I like the sound of that music you yeah know? I love making me electronic music yeah. and I, I I don't do it right now okay. as, as, and that's weird to say and weird because uh, it was something I did uh, definitely not as long as I wasn't into music as long as you I, I did it every day for like seven years and right. I was like extremely like intent on like becoming a good electronic music producer and like my relationship was like a little toxic with it i think mm-hmm. at times where like i just rem- sorry to cut you up but yeah, a memory ahead. just popped into my head of us doing a show together do you remember this at tutor lounge whoa oh yeah i just like dj yeah like after. it was like a dj set yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah. i remember like I don't remember who put that show together. I think Mike Roberts. From, yeah, yeah, right. Who I know been. through Jake as well. Yeah. Mike Roberts definitely put that show together. He was always very supportive. And I lived with yeah, Mike for a little dude, bit. Great dude. Great yeah, dude. Yeah. Out, out in uh, West Falls at Dan Welch's house. Nice. Um, uh, but yeah, that was just like, you know, getting DJ practice and stuff because I, right. I definitely, I like, I won't have to go in the whole backstory, but yeah, I made electronic music for every day for a long time and we talked about making stuff and then like I got my ACL reconstruction and kind of got my shit together. That's my knee surgery. I, yeah. I blew it out skating and then like just kind of started taking care of myself and then like got, I was able to skate again. Right. And I had this wild ass experience where I was just like, Oh, Oh, oh skateboarding is the thing I do. Right. It like, yeah. it's so wild. Like, uh, I love the creative process and the thought process and music is like such a beautiful thing to make music. And, yeah. Like, I don't know, make something out of nothing and like have that space, that sound that you made. That was like, uh, I love that. Um, but like something just like exploded when I stepped on a skateboard again. And I even talked to Tom about it. I could see in Tom Burtless of humble braggers. Like, uh, he was my roommate at the time. And I was like, dude, I don't want to do anything other than skateboards. Like I, yeah. I just like, I just and I could see it in his eyes. He's like, "Well, you don't have to." Yeah, that's a funny. I I can relate to that for sure. Of like, <laughs> you know, getting into your twenties, realizing who you are and everything, and then you realize just like some of the stuff that just falls to the wayside. You know what I mean? That you're like, I don't love this as much as I used to, and I don't want to waste my energy on it when I when I really love doing this thing. You know, it's like it was just a feeling, this visceral pull of just like I talked about this with my mother like yesterday because we were having a heart to heart after her cat passed away. Oh yeah, that's a uh, which was like a wild morning. Why we had to reschedule this. Yeah. Podcast. So like, thank you for that. Of course. Um, That like, I just like, it just nothing ever, nothing feels more natural to me than riding a skateboard than like being a skateboarder and like skating. Like it is just like some weird, 
natural perf- like thing that I found. Like, yeah. it, and it maybe where it this, feels like you were supposed to be doing. Yeah, it. it's yeah. it's wild. Where yeah. like music is like a thing that I want to return to now that I'm like healthier relationship with it, and cool. I plan to. Everything's all set up. I still have my Ableton and Fuck like yeah. all the everything. Yeah. Like I haven't sold anything uh, because I anticipate I will return to it. It's been three years. Yeah, which well, is yeah, wild. timing. The timing will wild line up. There will be one day out. when. You yeah. know, we're just like, I, I feel like doing it. It shouldn't be forced. I'm you know? hoping, I'm I'm keeping hope that that is what will happen. And yeah. that it will You'll be, be inspired a much, a much hear more a song. fruitful, more like genuine thing totally. uh, when I do so. Yeah, yeah, totally. Awesome. Well, I look forward to that. Wild. Yeah. 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 And uh, hopefully, I mean, I'm still down to collab music. Yeah, or whatever, yeah me so, too, man. Um, and I'm very happy you came on the podcast. Yeah, thank and, you for having uh, me, Aiden. Our friend Nick, thanks for coming on, man. You're going to hey. be on again for sure. You're I'd a great guest to have on. I feel like you're just a... You know, I've, um, you're where I want to be, uh, as far as like progressively, you know what I mean? Of just like, you're like in the city, you know, in that, in a diverse area, learning more. Um, I believe, and I don't want to assume here, but I believe your partner's non-binary, correct? Which like, that is a very interesting thing in itself of like, just this, like, I don't know, just this progressive lifestyle that like, I would one day like to get to that i'm working towards so i'm glad we touched on those things and you know you brought up things that i don't have as much experience with uh so i think that was cool and definitely cool for a lot of people to listen to especially people who aren't you know exposed to that kind of lifestyle well thank you again for having me on and i will have to give al my partner a shout out because they have i'm gonna have them on yeah then uh, like um they'll lay down the knowledge on you because they've in like really really uh educated me on like a lot of topics we've been we've been talking on instagram yeah uh and i definitely uh, so I have to give them credit. Yeah. Al, you're a genius yeah. and, and they're very intelligent human being yeah. and, and rad. But yeah, so it's yeah, not I'm all excited for that for own. sure. I'll definitely learn a lot. <laughs> Nothing's from that. on and your own though. It's all totally. about who you're around. It's yep. all about your community. Yep. It's about your yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah, with Al, uh, I that's and that's what I saw it as. Like this is an opportunity for me to learn a lot. Yeah. Um. And and I think that'll be very cool to have them on for awesome. sure. Awesome. I'm excited for yeah. that. I look forward to it. Awesome. Cool. Nick. Yo. Aiden. Thanks, dog. Thank you. <laughs> Have you have a great rest of the day. Thank you. You too.